Welcome to Plausible Foolishness. We are the two kings of the Rube Empire. I am the Philosopher King. The Mad Scientist, Matt. And that's not the right uh, title. But that's okay. <laughs> I, am the mad, I am the Mad Scientist, Matt. And, uh, um, and I've got a perspective on things. Ho ho ho! I don't know if today's more epic, but the day that Aragorn returned to defeat all the orcs at the end of Lord of the Rings. But this is almost as epic. The king has returned! The Iron King, the strong one, is in the house for a monthly court session. And I'm excited, I'm pumped up, I'm jacked up, but I'm really depressed at the same time because I have to acknowledge that schlep, that uh, right hand, that... Uh, what else do we call him? What do we call him? Kick-ass dude. Kick-ass yeah. A little kick-ass dude? Yeah. Give it up for Dusty! Yeah. The producer is not producing. Yeah, what do, you, what do you even do? If you're the producer and you're not producing, what do you do? What, what are you, man? What are you? I'm vacation. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. You need vacations, bro. You need vacations. Hey, thank you for everybody checking out live. We are everywhere. We're on Facebook Live. We're on YouTube. We are all on twitch.tv slash plausible foolishness. The Kings are in court right now with a kick-ass duke named Dusty, and we're about to fillet, roast, skewer, dominate, own, punt, elbow drop, DDT, some liberal logic. Oh, I'm so excited don't, today. Don't forget, we're going to... Oh. We're going to stick it to the mat. Stick it to the mat. <laughs> In so many different ways. Episode 171. There's a... <laughs> Biles in my throat. I'm so excited for this episode. Um, I've been waiting to destroy this one today. And uh, listen, I, I know I only make monthly stops now as your resident king, your traveling king, okay? <laughs> but I'm going to make this impactful today, and I'm very excited to do it with you boys. I missed you. I miss Dusty. And uh, I, I gotta make a confession before the show starts. Can I make a confession? Sure. I've watched okay. an absurd amount of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. I have watched all three of the old Hobbit movies, watched Lord of the Rings, and watching the bond and the fellowship uh, just it brings up warm, fuzzy feelings about this podcast and about what we've done here. You know what I mean? You know, I, I kind of feel like Samwise Gangi. I kind of feel like you're the Frodo, you know? And you got Schmeagle in the corner over there. Just kidding, Dusty! I love you. Schmeagle? Schmeagle? <laughs> I'm a golem. Golem. Pippin. <laughs> Pippin? Okay, I can take the Pippin, man. But uh, I'm excited. Now, I, I feel like we're more like, uh, uh, you know, I, I would say more like, you're like our Legolas, right? So, because you're the producer, you kind of handle everything, do everything. You know, Aragorn, he's the king, and I'm just the, the frumpy uh, dwarf, Gimli, that's just really pissed off all the time. You know what I mean? So, I think it works... I'm ready to rock with it, man. You ready to go? To but you, hey, Ray, you do have the higher head count. <laughs> so good, man. Uh, but yeah, I'm reminded of the reason I bring this up, guys, is this. I, remember when you were younger and your parents used to say, "There's no school like the old school." Y'all remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. And they would like lament about how much things were better in their generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've said that to my daughter 
my six-year-old daughter in the last week and a half. And I'm sitting there mm. thinking, oh my gosh, I, I, I miss the days when things were like better. You know, I feel like it's just a natural part of growing, right? Like you lament and you just see things degrade degradate over and over and over again. Uh, Degrade. Degrade. Sorry. My bad. Thank you. (laughs) Bro, listen, it's been a long long week. Sorry, man. Numbers. I'm laughing at myself for being such a know-it-all. No, numbers, banks. No, I got you. But it just degrades, right? It just degrades over time, all the time. And I'm sitting here watching... Left become right, up become down, man become woman, good uh, become evil. Good become evil. evil. Good. You know, we're watching. You know, we're watching fear become a virtue. We're watching quitting as some type of courage and nobility. We're watching science become myth or something, right? And we're watching like literal superstition get pushed as science now and it it, it, it it literally i'm watching this and i'm sitting there like i'm just watching old movies and yeah, like that's man in, that's interesting science becomes myth it does it's science not, becomes and myth and that's not like in like science is this mythic you know supreme power more like the actual More working like, of science the doing of real science it's a bygone. is a myth it's does anybody do that anymore it's a bygone method it's a bygone observable I mean, testable the there are people true doing it becomes wrong true but, science becomes wrong at that point yeah well there, there are I'm, people doing it but it doesn't matter that yeah. they're doing it because if it doesn't fit the story then the outcome be it true or not be it verifiable be it repeatable be it judged by a a, a, a jury of peers you know, peer reviewed, whatever. Peer reviewed means, nothing means now, but well, yeah, true, but like you know. But yeah, because science, science peer reviewed means nothing because it it's about fitting the narrative. Science used to be testable, observable, repeatable. All that's off the window now. Now it's just superstition, double down on dumb. Just double down on dumb, no matter what, right? We just went through what the the pandemic of twenty twenty, right? And it. it at this point, if you actually think this was a pandemic, you're a fool. You're an absolute fool, and I don't feel sorry for calling you a fool. I don't. You're a moron. I'm sorry. It, the, the numbers never reached pandemic levels. To treat this as if this That's is... Verifi- any- Who Go said ahead. that? Who said that? Who said what? That it that never reached uh, pandemic Fauci level. actually did. Uh, In his emails. Fauci I mean, literally Supreme, admitted... Supreme, Supreme Health Overlord Fauci? Supreme Darth... Fauciius literally proclaimed it in emails that he doesn't want you to see or acknowledge or the mainstream media won't talk about, but he literally told us that this never reached the level of pandemic, but we're sitting here pretending as if this is a real thing. We're doing this at the Olympics right now. My, my beautiful Olympics, which we're going to talk about later on, that have been marred, that have been destroyed by this stupidity. And at this point, now that we have the stats... And realize that this wasn't a pandemic, that all of the external efforts that we did to try to stop the literal flu, because this literally is a flu, validated last week. Did you guys talk about this, the the CRT tests or anything like that, or not the CRT, no, no. but the the PCR tests? You guys talk about that? No, not yet. The CDC literally admitted last week that the the, the PCR tests cannot distinguish 
between COVID-19 and influenza. Did they say can not or may not? Is that not something that we've been saying for almost a year now? It cannot. It cannot distinguish it. What's the validity of these tests actually showing? but, But that's the problem. They have now admitted in the dark of night on a Friday night, like they always do, Huh. Magically, info dump this that yeah the PCR tests don't actually detect COVID nineteen. So like we said at the beginning, to your point, Dusty, we said this from the beginning. This is a bad flu, and we are over hyping a bad flu. We said this what back in March twenty twenty, didn't we say this? Mm-hmm. The numbers reflected this very early on. Anybody with a rational thinking brain can attest to this. You literally cannot stop the flu. Let me repeat that slowly, kids. It's inevitable. Flu is going to happen. We've had vaccines for how long? For the flu? Still, listen. Decades. We haven't destroyed the flu. Now, listen. Magically, the flu's disappeared. We've renamed it, repackaged it, COVID-19. But you can't defeat the virus. I'm sorry. It is a thing that is inevitably going to be a part of what we do every single day going forward sorry they want it to be they want it to rule us they want it to consume us at every every, at every point so that they can rule us and ultimately consume us and for their own wealth and profit and listen we replace science with superstition right yeah we said hey these magical face diapers will protect you from the flu oh sorry COVID-19 as we're calling it now and it didn't it didn't Think this through, people. The people that had the most restrictive COVID lockdowns and mask mandates did worse than states that did not. Let me repeat that slowly. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Who said, who said that the, the masks weren't actually going to be effective? Fauci. Dr. Fauci literally well, stated that. Supreme Health Overlord yes. Fauci? Yes. Darth Fauci. Fauci is. said you had to wear two masks for them to be effective. Well, or no. Three masks. I, I think he wrote an email to like a friend of his. In private. In private. That wasn't supposed to get out. And it uh it leaked. Yeah, in it he 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 basically kiboshed yeah, the, necess- the necessity for masks. Which proved that he's a liar and that he did it again last week on Congress floor in front of Rand Paul. Yeah. You guys talk about that last week? No. Okay, we, yeah. We, Fauci we, we, lied. I was talking about Capitol Police last week. Yeah, but he lied. Yeah. He literally said that... But, but man, Representative Madison Cawthon, Cawthon, or Cawthon, however you pronounce his last name. Sure. What a, what a lunatic. <laughs> I mean, That's, am I right? Are you really... The guy's like the guy's just overboard. He wants to like he wants if the Republicans win, so first of all, you know, partisan, you know, unlike the Biden administration, which clearly likes to cross, you know, party, uh, lines. party lines to get things done. Um, you know, so this partisan hack in in Congress wants to uh, uh, subpoena and uh, and you know try Fauci, Dr. Fauci, Supreme Health Overlord, Messiah Fauci, um, for for lying to Congress, like that means anything. I, you know, it's funny. What a crazy guy! I keep seeing this meme online, and it, it gives me courage because normies are actually posting this now. If you lie to the federal government, it's a felony. Mm-hmm. 
if the yeah. federal government lies to you, it's politics. It's a Bill Murray quote. Mm-hmm. We're literally watching it play out right now, right? So we have the government... Well, the same thing goes for the police. You lie to the police, you're yeah. obstructing justice, my friend. So we have the government lying to us at every step of the way, and they've traded this idea, the superstition for science. They've literally said that these masks and lockdowns are the thing that are going to save us, even though they didn't. They won't admit it, but that's literally what happened. Look, Literally compare Texas versus California and Florida versus New York. Just compare them. Just compare them. Compare their response to the Rona, and you tell me scientifically what worked and what did not work. But now they have literally... <laughs> banged their gongs, ripped their clothes, sacrificed animals, performed their orgies in front of their pagan gods of superstition, and are trying to tell you again that masks will work this time only if you just comply. But here's what's funny. They told us, wear masks, wear masks, lock down, until you get vaccinated, right? But now, strangely... The same people that said that if you get vaccinated, things will get back to normal, are now telling vaccinated people to put masks back on and lock down again. No. I'm shocked. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I'm shocked. Well, but the least we can take heart that it's for, they're, they're only doing it for our own well-being. Superstition. Yep. It's for our own good. Superstition. Well, yeah, they're... they're um, for the good of the they community. They they for are better, and, uh, and, and you know, it, they're just doing what they need to do, because we're, we're just too dumb. We're just we're too just dumb to survive. <laughs> yep. Because, you know, we never didn't survive oh. years before they were there. But, now here's mm-hmm. the thing, which is amazing to me in this whole situation, because remember, in the old school, the media, we could trust them, right? Walter Cronkite, you know, we could trust them. That's gone. We all know that, right? Mm-hmm. Back in yep. the day, Hollywood didn't push a lot of propaganda. They still did. Let's get real. They pushed war propaganda and whatever propaganda. Yeah. But it wasn't oh, yeah. this specific to what they're doing now, right? But it and they still called out their own when things were awry. Sure, they did. Not anymore. They not so much. called the spade a spade sure. when, it, when it was absolutely necessary. Yep. But, but we live you'll never in- see that. But we literally live in the upside down. We are in Stranger Things as we speak. Mm-hmm. We have literally transversed into the upside down, where they're literally telling us the benefit for us is literally what's going to kill us. I mean, we could cite the, now, clearly, the allegorical stories of people getting the vaccine and magically, you know, dying three days later. You know, don't look into the British Airline Five pilots. Don't ever look into that. Don't look at the DMX, who was perfectly healthy at the age of 50 and died two days later after getting the vaccine. Don't look into that. Don't look into the kids that are getting vaccinated as infants and dying quickly. Don't look into that stuff either. Don't Go look ahead. into um, the... So uh, there's a dude on uh, Instagram, another crazy dude. His name Joe Kazama. And he's he spent a week post reposting uh, people who claim to have gotten the vaccine and now they're bodies won't stop tremoring and uh, um, you know, have severe mobility issues and they can't seem to get it fixed, but 
there's a guy on TikTok that got the um, Pfizer vaccine and has a rash that literally wraps around his entire chest in these huge pustules that it's not pretty by any means. But <clears throat> but it's actually a very common uh, thing for people to get that have severe reactions to these vaccines is this rash across the chest. Hey, but at least he didn't get the thing that he would have survived if he got it 99.9% of the time. This is a trade-off. Oh, he tested positive two weeks later for COVID. Oh, snap. So here's the yeah. thing, right? We we traded oh, in... Oh, um, sorry. CBS News has some reporters reporting that uh, people who got the vaccine actually have higher levels of the virus in their body and might be um, a major cause of spread. No way. Yeah. Of course, you know, who knows if that's actually true because we can't discern between flu viruses and and coronavirus. Wouldn't it be interesting that the government would give you a vaccine that will actually spread the disease more effectively? Yeah. (laughs) So basically, what you've gotten is not a vaccine, but a virus booster shot. Oh, is that why there's no liability for this thing? So you can't sue them when this stuff happens? Maybe. Interesting. Well, it came out today, just today, that the efficacy of the Pfizer vaccine that was at 97.3% to, uh, was it two weeks after testing, is now down to 83.7%. Six months. Wait a minute. So that means 17% of people who get it, it won't even do anything. Yeah. Well, nothing. That's Nothing. why you need uh, booster shot three. Oh, boosters! That'll help out, man. Yep. Yeah, boosters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, boosters. That, that sounds great. Let's increase the chances for severe reactions. Hey, you know that helped out the uh, Fast and Furious franchise. Just keep adding movies. Yeah. You just keep adding movies. <laughs> you know, it, it'll eventually work. It'll eventually be cool. But they did change it up into a heist movie. Oh. So what are they stealing from us? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Freedom? Yeah. Freedom? Liberty? Liberty? Health? uh, Everything that's dear to us. But here's here's what I'm getting at, and this is what I I kind of pointed out at the beginning. At this point, if you do not, if you do not understand or get this is a farce, you're a fool. They told you that if you took vaccines, this would go away. It didn't. They told you that if you got the vaccine, you wouldn't get it. You're getting it. They told, they told you, you if you wore a mask, it would protect you. Yep. It doesn't. If Josh they they told you, if you would social distance, that would protect you. Yep. It doesn't. It doesn't. If you we would just lock down for two weeks, that would contain the virus. It's been how many hundreds of days? You know, it's funny. The way you're talking, it sounds just like the flu. No matter what you do, the flu will still virus. The virus will still virus, like viruses do. Yeah. Weird. I am absolutely shocked. Well, that's, why this is the, that's why this is the new normal. Yep. It's <laughs> just that people all over the place are rejecting that. Yes. Now, France, they're, they're, they're roaming the streets. The yellow vests are back at it, protesting. Yellow vests are back. Protesting, and this time it has nothing to do with wages or working. It's vaccine passports. Screw you, Macron. And that's not that. It's not just France. There's uh, um, Italy. They're doing the same thing. Italy. There was significant clashes with the police 
London. It's happening in London. That was a shocker to me. Canada. Canada. There are protests in Canada, and hundreds of people are getting Canada's arrested. Canada's gone off the deep end, man. Canada's it out. Well, I mean, wow. what do you get with pretty boy Trudeau? Trudeau, well, if you're a pastor, you get arrested. And yeah. uh, Well, I mean, he's pretty. He's probably never had to actually, like, be confronted his entire life. And well, so... Uh, well, he was blending in with blackface, so you couldn't have found him yeah, that's if you true. tried to. Yeah, it's camouflage. <laughs> um... Hey, he and looks so, like you, you know, right? This is what happens yeah. when somebody who's never been challenged and doesn't know how to handle it gets challenged. You arrest people. Yeah, you just got to arrest them. But you, yeah, you, they go overboard sure. because they don't know how to handle it. Australia's <clears> protesting <throat> right now, which I thought that was impossible because Australians typically bend over quickly Man, with the stuff. It's weird. Australians are 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 strange because They're sometimes so strange. that's true and sometimes that's not. Guns. Oh, here, take my guns. They, they just yep. bent over for guns. Yeah. But now they're like, oh, liberty. Well, how do you combat that without guns? But, you know, True. it is what it is. But it's like, but there's other things where they're like, you know, where they're legit. Sure. It's it's very strange. Hey, listen, I love my Australian brothers. Okay, I love my Tim Tams. Give me some Tim Tams. <laughs> some scrimp on the Barbie. I'm about that life. You feel me? Scrimp. Scrimp, little Fosters. Beer. Love that, too. I love the sound of a didgeridoo. Oh, I really boy. do. That is, that is a cool noise. It is. Bad A. And, Some, it's, and it's just fun to say didgeridoo. Yeah. We got a lot of... I, lo I love that they call women Sheila's. Sheila's. That's Sheila's. That's just... That's... It's like... At least they're not so, It's so strange. It's so strange, but so nice at the same time. Sheila. You know? anyway. About that Sheila life. <laughs> this is annoying. Now, that being said... The world's in, we're in the upside down. You know, we are literally in the upside down. We have treated what? Huh? Um, I know we we've been starting off the show a little bit different than you're used to. We've been doing a media section or a, well, I was gonna I was gonna transition into it. Transition, do it. I okay. Do it now. It was gonna it. be a good one, but you know. Ah. Uh -huh. I, I ruined it. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Wow. What an you're e I know you're eager, but I was going to say, now, you've been saying all this stuff about this generation, but at least we have, like, cultural icons to look up to, like, you know, uh, uh, He-Man. He-Man! You know, and the Masters of the Universe. I have the power. So, you know, they're still strong, and they can still show us the way, right? Yes. No. By the power of Skull. I have the power. You know what's oh. funny? Isn't He-Man the strongest man in the universe? Yes. I don't remember him dying in the first episode of He-Man: The Master of the Universe in the original cartoon. Do you remember that? No. Oh. Yeah, I don't. Strange. I don't remember him ever dying. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember anybody ever dying. But <laughs> remember the good old days when like cartoons had like a good message and good one over evil. And you know, I, I get it. It's campy now, but hey, great messages, like right? People. Uh, essentially, you could literally go down the list of um, the Ten Commandments, and those would be the morals that were taught at the end of the show. That's strange. Ten Commandments. We can't we can't make things yeah. biblical. But now, I mean, clearly it wasn't a biblical show. But the morals. No, it wasn't. Stole from the Bible, right? I mean, you got to think about this. Like my generation, huh? more just borrowed from it of course well every every morality is a borrowing for the bible so literally every <laughs> any form of morality comes from the bible but 
No, but it was well, well, not today's morality. No, it's true. It's it's uh, our our new high priests have changed those things up, man. Uh, great book to read is uh, Fault Lines by Bodhi Bakum. If you don't have a copy of it, make sure you read it. His breakdown of the new religion um, is just unbelievable, and he just uh, he, he, he yeah he puts that bad boy to bed. You think that we're good at roasting liberal logic? This dude just takes it on another level because he's Bodhi Bakum. But what I would say is this. He-Man, like, no offense, He-Man, like, shaped a generation. That generation of male growing up, our obsession with the gym, muscles, being jacked and strong and tan, our superheroes, are all crafted from this idea of being jacked, okay? It just is what it is. There's a documentary called Bigger, Stronger, Faster. Make sure you check it out. It's one of the best documentaries. And then that's not a new concept either. No. What's that Socrates quote quote about, um, you know, how... How disgraceful it is for a man to live his whole life and not understand the power that his body can, hundred percent, you know, produce or whatever. How dare you quote Socrates? Yeah, you kidding me? You kidding me, bro? Wow, what? Why would you use a higher level of thought? That's like that's so colonial. You're such a colonial Western thinker. Hi, I'm Matt, uh, <laughs> philosopher king. <laughs> right there, philosophizer. Philosophizer. But no, I mean, like the thing is, this is like. It, it paired masculinity with morality. Well, 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 okay, so now, I see, you, you, you're not aware that masculinity is wrong. Well, it's wrong now. You know, it's, we have toxic. It's, you gotta no, cut it off in the first episode. That. Can anyone that. tell me where you can What's watch that? the old shows now? How could we, I don't know. The internet. Internet? Netflix yeah. had it for a little bit. What'd you say? You, You'd have to really go to some obscure websites. It's not on Netflix streaming or uh, Hulu or Disney Plus or any of the mainstream streaming services. No. You have to go way deep. Sure. Mattel online streaming service. But that's going to be every show from that generation because Thundercats, they're eventually going to get rid of Thundercats because there's morality in that. You know, they're going to get rid of uh, G.I. Joe. That's why you need to sail the seven seas of the internet with you. I catch you. my drift. Catch my drift. But anyways, <laughs> what I would, are anyways. Uh, no, I. Yeah. No, but I mean, it, it's we're in the upside down, right? So like, yeah. there used to yes. be like a nobility in telling the truth, you know. And in Kevin, what's his, what's Kevin Smith? Yeah. That wrote this madness. Kevin Smith. So Kevin Smith takes over He-Man. He's able to make great movies like Clerks. Sure. It's overrated, but yeah, I'll, I'll leave that one alone. But it's a... <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm i such a hater. I'm, I, I, Jay and Silent Bob. Like, I'm sorry. I just can't get behind Jay and Silent Bob. I can't do it. It's not that great of a movie. I'm no. saying Clerks was a good movie. But Jay, Jay and Silent Bob are in Clerks, are they not? Are yeah, they, they are. Movie? They're not. They're not the they, that, they weren't the main characters in the movie. Okay, fair enough. I like some of his other work. Clerks was all right. I can even stomach Dogma because at least all it right. rips fun. the heresy of the Catholic Church. But that's another mm-hmm. story for another time. Yeah, Dogma's fun. Um, what else is it? Yeah, because I, I can't think of anything else that I actually enjoy. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, you have Mallrats. You have Clerks Two. You have Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Um, you have, uh, 
I, this is this I, is the hyper jock coming out of me, but I just I didn't get down with any of those movies. Maybe maybe I, I wasn't ready for that generation. Is that? Maybe. I'm younger than you guys though. I'm a little younger than you guys, so I, I don't know, man. Maybe I didn't get down with it. But my point is this: the guy is noted for not watching He-Man growing up at all. The guy didn't watch He-Man. Okay. Uh, no. Clownfish TV calls him out on that. They basically say this guy's never watched it, um, that didn't like it, and he's got this property to go get a paycheck. And, you know, the, the pushback of the wokeness was, oh, well, you know what? Listen, man, uh, Kevin Smith loves He-Man. That's that's just taken out of context. This is a movie, or this is a show all about He-Man. There's so much He-Man. This isn't a, this isn't a bait and switch. And the Clownfish is like, no, we have an insider that says this is the Tila show, and He-Man's barely in it. This is yeah. literally going to be like Star Wars. Well, it's not He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. It's just the Masters of the Universe. Yep. The original show was He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. But this is not that. Yep. So, long story short... Sorry, I keep messing up our green screen. It's my You're bad. Not, no, it's not you. It's the camera. It's the camera. I'm sorry, boys and girls. But my here's the thing. So, long story short, you know... it ends. You get all of these nostalgic people, these cats like myself that loved He-Man having the power, all the muscles, all the oil, all the jacked up, the big swords, the freaking battle cats, all the insanity, right? And, uh... It's toys like crap. Yeah, yeah, right? And then literally, they get called out for it because guess what? It's not what it's advertised. And Kevin Smith vehemently denies that that's, that's, that's a rumor, that's not true, He-Man's all over it. And the show comes out, and guess what? There's no He-Man in it whatsoever. He gets killed in the first episode. And it gets killed, I think, a second time in the fifth episode. Now, for me, kills him twice. Kills kills him twice in the first. Twice. So in in the first episode. No, in the first episode he dies, and in the fifth episode he dies. So in one season, which is five episodes, he dies twice. Twice. And Kevin Smith brags about the fact he kills him twice in the follow-up interview. After saying that He Man was all over the show. Yeah. And and then. But here's the thing, he has the, the, the cojones to tell people, I didn't bait and switch people. Up is down, right is left. I didn't lie. It, it no. Is, uh, Prince Adam, who is He-Man, chose to be uh, his weaker form in his heaven, where all the other masters of the universe that had come before all chose their better parts. Their... their hero persona why because adam is woke he prefers the lesser man the beta man versus the alpha man which is he man so we're literally virtuing we're we're putting virtue to an attribute that a man should not be is that what we're saying yes up is down right is left right Science is myth, man. Facts is facts are hate. Facts is hate. You know what I mean? What's up? Clapper, I'm sorry. Uh, I've got to hold you to it, man. You got to head over to twitch.tv slash plausible fools. Just check out the full show. I hate to boot you, but I love you guys. But I'm about to roast Simone Biles because uh, I'm tired of the upside down. So make sure you head over and check over to twitch.tv slash plausible fools. Just check us out over there and don't miss this content. See ya. Bye. You You are an overlord, you king. You're an overlord. These poor clapper people hop on here. You said 10 minutes, and you've been more than generous. <sighs> listen, 40 man, minutes? Listen, I have been amongst the people, okay? I've been Almost sojourning. 
I have been watching over the kingdom magnanimous, magnanimously for the people. Okay. You mean when you quit the show? For listen, me? listen, man. I just lessened my role, bro. But at <laughs> least I was honest about what was going on. Unlike Simone Biles. Yeah, here's the thing, man. I, I, I'm, I have to warn the viewers. It's gonna get. It's spicy. It, I'm about to get spicy. I'm about to get a little. You just hurt. Get a little. Here. I'm about to get turnt. I'm about to get lit. I'm about to get pissed off for greatness. Now here's and, uh, the thing. Controversial. I, here's the Basically. thing. This it, is going to be controversial. It's going to be controversial. It, it, it pissed off a lot Not of people. to us, but uh, no, no, to other people. Yes. So, how do I nicely put this? It's okay because you're not going to see my face for three more weeks anyways, four weeks anyway, so I'll just say it and let you guys deal with the collateral damage. No, I'm just kidding. But there is a pussification of America, and it's been going on for a long time, right? When my grandpa used to bust my balls about this all the time, he used to say, oh, your, your generation's a bunch of pussies, okay? I hate to use that word, but I'm quoting my grandpa, so don't get mad, okay? He, you know, Lord rest his soul, hopefully he knew Jesus, hopefully he's in heaven, I don't know. So, caveat, Make sure you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Lord and Savior. So you don't have to worry about that. So you know exactly where you're going. That you understand that here's the, here's the bad news. You're a scumbag. All of you. Including me. And there's literally, literally, literally nothing you can do about it. You can't even do enough good to cover up all the evil that you've done. Because you've, you've sinned to a perfect and holy God. But the good news is he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die as a literal sacrifice for every single evil that you've done. To literally stand Grace, in place. I'm absolutely perfect. I have no no sin. Oh, wait, yes, that's I do. Exactly why you need Jesus, because Romans says there is none righteous, <laughs> no, not even one. None of us. So when I make this critique, I need you to understand I'm not a perfect example. There are things that are very flawed in my life. And where I'm coming from comes from a state of I want accountability as bad as I'm dishing it out. When I screw up, I want to hear that I screw up. And trust me, and trust me, I'm mature enough to take it. I'm a married man, a Christian married man. So if you're a Christian married man, you get roasted by your wife on a regular basis. They remind you of your, your, your flaws all the time. Not because they're being bad, malicious, or evil, but guess what? Genesis 2, it's not good for man to be alone. Here's a helper. Flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone. Go ahead. Huh? It's accountable. Accountable. They're there to help us. They're here, they're here to help us reflect the love that God has given us. Okay? The word is uh, translated help meet. Help. They're, they're a beautiful thing and they remind you of your flaws and I've got many of them No. so let me start off by saying that now that we've got all the nicety, niceties out of the way yeah. let's talk about the reality of the situation I'm a father what happened first? Well, for, yeah, yeah let's start with that so at the Olympics the pinnacle of athletic contests and I don't care what anybody says yeah, you're oh, not wrong. NFL is better in baseball and in no. NBA that nobody watches anymore. That's the no, 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 no. That's sports. That's sports. This is athletic competition. 
<laughs> that involves some sports. Sure. But this is a pure international athletic competition. This is the Olympia. These are people who don't get paid millions of dollars to do what they do. They have real jobs, and they compete at this level. Now, well, they people. do get paid thirty-five thousand dollars to be at the Olympics. They do get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the two weeks, of, but the Filipino girl yeah. just won gold. But medal. I'm saying, like, they don't get paid millions of dollars. No, 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 no. They don't have contracts with, like, for this year they have a contract with Wheaties. A couple of them, you sure. Know? Some of them get endorsements that make millions. Yeah. For the most part, we have 630 members of the USA team. A small fraction of them are making money. Also, have you noticed that like half of the people in those commercials during the Olympics this year are from the Paralympics, which I think is cool. But it's like now the 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 the, the market for that money is even more diluted. Yes. You know. Yes. Yeah. Now. With that being said, this is the pinnacle athletic, uh, of athletics. I'm sorry, college football fans, NFL fans. You're, you're not going to want to hear this. Literally, I was willing to spend a fortune, a small fortune, to go to the Olympics five years ago just to be in the presence of it. And I thank God now that God allowed me and my wife to go to Rio and experience the Olympics firsthand because it's never going to be the same anymore because they're going to perpetually play this Rona game. And it's going to be diluted the way it is, okay? Bro, Couple it's sad watching them yes. compete with nobody in nobody the Nobody in the crowd. It's it's disgusting to work four years, this year five years of your life, for no payoff for and people then, to watch And then, think about this as well. You know that Tokyo spent a crap ton Tons. of money Tons. to set up all these arenas and stuff. And now nobody can go. They make nothing off of it. But Tokyo <laughs> is going to be hurting from this sure. for a long, long time. Yes. Now, that being yeah. said, the, the perception the media wants to say is that Japan is really cool with this and they don't want people in there. That is patently false when you watch any outdoor event at the Olympics right now. Watch the triathlon. People lined the effing streets for people to watch people run by them. Mm-hmm. Bike by them. Line the water lines to watch people swim by them. So spare me your stupidity. That place would have been packed out. Now, yeah. that being said, in, in Japan is doing very well in the Olympics right now. Much, much props to the oh, sorry, sorry the USA softball. Teams. Sorry to throw that out there, Dusty. You know, I know, I know that you're a softball family over there, but USA got yep. rocked by Japan. Now, that being said, okay, Simone Biles is arguably the most. Um, well-known, well-marketed athlete at this Olympic Games. Okay, this she is the year. A couple of tricks, or uh, I want—I don't want to say tricks. Uh, moves. Yes. That are named after her. Yes, yeah, she has three moves named after her. Okay, three moves that are. That's impressive. It's very impressive. Arguably the greatest gymnast of all time. Period. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's marketed that way because she arguably is the most name recognizable athlete in existence well, at these Olympics. She's been in, in so many of them, you know. Uh, now she's a, she. It's it's the thing about the Olympics because it's every four years and because of the limited lifespan of athletic of a of a competitor at this level. Yes, you know it's rare to see somebody, you know, uh, Olympics. Over in the Olympics, over and over and over again, you the, know? the Michael Phelps, Usain Bolt's, yeah, those type of people that aren't there this year. Yeah, so, so she's she, like the last one. She's got all the star. She's got the she's got the star power going into this Olympics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now she has marketed it 
as the wholesome go-getter overcomes all the adversity, girls act like this girl. She's got her own gymnastic studio in Houston, Texas, in Spring, Texas, okay? This girl is making guap off of her name, okay? <laughs> she's endorsed by literally everyone. Mm -hmm. But she's in Pop-Tart commercials. She's in everything. This girl's making hand over fist. Now, we're told she is the epitome of representing the United States of America. Because don't get me wrong, if you choose to be in the Olympics... For the red, white, and blue, you are representing the United States of America. Now, in, in a nationalist display, which I won't go off on that, but that's for another story for another time, we had an NBC reporter saying he was offended that the American flag was flying at the Olympics. Get over yourself, God. burn in Hades. Now, what is wrong with these morons? Because they don't really... It's every other country flies their flag. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Because we're uniquely different than all the other countries because of what... Yeah, because we're better. Yeah, the better now, freer now, now that being said Simone Biles decides she chose to compete and earn a spot on the Olympic team she wanted to compete in the team competitions and the individual which you do both in the gymnastics day one she goes out and does a phenomenal job gets her team qualified for the Olympics, most of our gold medal hopes are based around Simone because her ability is so good, even when she screws up, she scores higher than everybody else. Well, now, they changed the rules because of her, so right? They changed the rules a year ago, so that's another thing that people keep saying. They changed the rules on her! They changed the rules on her a year ago, so she knew what she was getting into. She knew what she was competing with, which I'll but, I mean, that just goes to show. They had to... They had to... Even change the, the rules playing field, field because she's so good. Which I, I think that's bullcrap. You shouldn't oh, do that. But uh, agreed, agreed. Anyway, anyway. If you want to compete, then you raise yourself up, not lower the top person. Hundred percent. But but and it, but like you said, that happened a year ago. Second. She knows what she's she knows doing. what's happening now. She's wait in a the Olympics. You're but. saying that you're saying that um, we should be not lowering the bar, but bringing people up to it yes. in order to. Yes. You know, Are US you suddenly, if somebody a sets a new standard, women to be able to uh, compete, it's called exceptionalism. Yeah, if somebody, and we're okay with that. If somebody sets a new standard, that's the new standard standard that everyone else needs has to compete to, has to compete with. Bring it, bring the noise. Yeah. If Amazon starts delivering, and they will, yeah. and they freaking will, they will over raise, time. Yes, it may not happen right now. Oh, too bad, so sad. Okay, Hussein it will Bolt will happen eventually. Hussein Bolt was the fastest man alive. He broke yes. records all over the place. Yep, thumps broke records all over the place. Yep. Now that is the standard that we need yes. to compete to. But you know what? What you know what? What's interesting though is that records have been broken every year at the Olympics. Pretty much. Every year. Olympic Which, records, world records are all constantly being broken because people are getting better yeah. constantly. Now, that's the goal of the Olympics to make to, us to be the pinnacle. strive to be yes. better. Yeah. Now, it's the and international makes know, us international better. sportsmanship. Now, which I think is awesome. Now, you're thinking gymnastics, it is a judge subjective contest. True. So they can do this stuff, yeah, which is stupid. Always 
China always scores low, unless it's Chinese. Yes. <laughs> unless it's a Chinese it, it, game. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's, you know. That's there's, the there's, subjective there's, sport. There's, yeah, there's, there's garbage like that, yes. for sure. Now, she knew this going into the Olympics. Now, this is one of the excuses they'll use later, but I'm going to debunk that here in a second. But here's the reality of the situation. Day two, the team competition actually begins. She does her first vault and botches it, screws it up. Now, here's the beautiful thing about vault. You get two of them. Yeah. So one sucks, you can always come back with another one. Really simple. Athletes know this, right? A pitcher can give up a home run and still win the game. That's how it goes. Tom Brady can throw four picks and still win a game. I've watched that that dude who has sacrificed his soul to Satan and his witch wife do that over and over and over again. And now I love it because he's in, you know, Tampa Bay, so I'm okay with it because he's a Floridian. Okay, and he roasted Biden last week, which was hilarious. Did you guys see that one? Yeah, we did. It was classic, okay? And I'm sure you talk about the show. But here's the thing. We didn't, but... Oh, dude, we'll talk about it later. But here's the thing. You can mess up and still bounce back because that's the heart of a champion. That's what champions do. That's what we would teach our kids to do because sports are a reflection of life. Adversity is going to happen. You are going to get kicked in the balls all over and over and over again in life. And life is about how you respond to it. Bible talks about this. The God does not promise an easy life at all. But he gives us the equipment to deal and manage with our day-to-day things because we are in the power of Jesus Christ and God. Period. That's what it is. But he gives us those methods to overcome those things. We do sports and we celebrate sports because it celebrates exceptionalism, rewards hard work, and teaches people how to overcome adversity. So, if you are going to be claimed as the goat or the person who we are supposed to look to, that my daughters, his daughters, are supposed to look to for exceptionalism, the, 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 the minimum we would look for from those athletes is things like sportsmanship, being courteous to other people, follow-through and commitment. Like, hey, if you're going to be on a team, finish. Win, lose, or draw. Because that's what you do. Why is that important, which a lot of people are missing, is because that is character. When we say we're going to marry our wives for life, when we take those vows, it means for life. It's not for just in case I don't feel like it or things get tough. I just bail out. That's a horrible mentality. That's why we talk about commitment with our kids, and we teach this to our kids, right? Miss Biles. That's why we say. Go ahead. For worse. For better or for worse. That's why we say. And we teach our kids what this it is. early on in sports. There, make it through the better and the worse. This is why it's a valuable principle we teach our kids early on, and we point to athletes that can do this as an example to give our kids. Because guess what? Kids look up to athletes. They look up to sports figures. They look up to the doctor disrespects of the world. It is what it is. Okay, it just mm-hmm. is what it is. All right. For sure. Now that being said, Simone on day two, the beginning of the contest messes up her vault and proceeds to walk off off the, the area, look at her team and literally say, hey guys, you got to take over from here. I can't do it. Now, so, admitting... So did it, she it, get hurt? She got injured? <laughs> the original report was she got hurt. Now, if you listen to the conversation and here's the, the damning thing, the blessing and damning thing about these Olympics, there's no one in the crowd. So if there's nobody in the crowd, guess what we can do? We can hear every single word that comes out of your mouth. Simone misses, Mm -hmm. visibly rattled, tells her team, sorry, can't do this. 
But hey, don't worry. You guys got this. I've got my medals. I'm going to be okay. Now it's time for you to go get your medals. <clears throat> now, Still hurts. a reasonable person on any sports level would call that bullshenanity, okay? I, I edited myself because I said Leslie earlier, so I'm going to work on this crap. Now, <laughs> bullshenanity. Because if you're on my team and you commit to the team and we're going to work for a week to try to go after this goal, or no matter what the result is, we're going to do it as a team. That is mm -hmm. selfish ego protection, period. It's selfish because out of your mouth in the moment of heat, you said, I've already got my gold medals. I'll be fine. You guys get a chance to go get yours. I, I, I said I would help you. <laughs> I, I said I would be there, but I'm actually not. So. Just, I'm, I'm not. Peace. Deuces. Now. It's like Jordan getting them to the Olympics and then sitting out the rest of the game. I'll, I'll, I'll cover the Jordan thing, too, because people are they're, they're forgetting history on this one, too. But now, here's the thing. She's the GOAT. Could you imagine Jordan doing that, to your point, Dusty? In the finals. When I remember, no. Jordan had the flu. <laughs> that would have been COVID-19 nowadays. But he got the flu <laughs> in the finals and literally won game six with the flu and won the NBA championship. Uh, there's a guy named yep. Tom Brady. Now, partly he has satanic powers that are brought on by his witch wife, okay? Look it up if you don't believe me, all right? But the dude played an entire season with no MCL. If you don't have an MCL, you can't laterally move. Now, people made fun of him because he's a white boy and white boys can't move. Just kidding. I'm totally playing with you guys. I'm half white. I can say this. Okay? But the dude doesn't move. And if someone tries to hit him, he just crumbles. That's what Tom Brady does. But guess what? It keeps him going. It's longevity. Okay? But he won a Super Bowl without an MCL. Okay, you need a better example? Let's talk about the Olympics. Everybody remember Carrie Strug? Y'all remember her? Oh, yeah. You can do it, Kenny. You can do it. Right? Mm -hmm. She had a broken leg and ran down yep. a runway and vaulted her body, spin a and landed on her broken freaking leg. Perfectly. Perfectly and won a gold yep. medal for Americans. Stuck it like a freaking oh, champ. Do you remember... Um, that oh, gosh, experience. What's name? A famous that pro wrestler. Uh, Kurt, Kurt Angle. What? Wrestled with a broken freaking neck. And, and pro wrestled with a broken freaking neck. It's true. It's dang true. <laughs> but wrestled in the yeah. finals of the Olympics with a broken freaking neck and, and won. won the gold. And he knew he had a broken neck. He, he, he knew he had broken. a broken neck. And he still competed and won a gold in 96 in an ATL. It was beautiful. I remember watching it. Go ahead. We got some... Deep State has interjected. Oh, uh, Deep State. Here he, we go. He interjected right from the beginning. Oh, here we go, Deep State. When you started talking about this. Okay, what did he say? When you started to get the bowels in your throat. Um, Simone demonstrated incredible courage in her decision. I'm going to get that to this in a second. All right. Deep State, don't worry. Simone... And then he, then he posted, Simone Biles, Sunshine Fizz, Workout Leotard is fire... 
Use promo code COURAGE for 10% <laughs> off. And then he said, viewers have streamed 735 million total minutes of Tokyo Olympics content, up 24% from the 2016 Rio Olympics. America loves Simone. <laughs> okay, now, let's, let's talk about this. Now, in the heat of the battle, when she messed up, she didn't keep going. She didn't overcome adversity like we would teach our kids. Mm-hmm. She copped out. And said, I've got mine, I'm yeah. good, deuces. Which is an affront to commitment. Well, it's an affront to commitment, sorry. But she was, she was, she, she was thinking and taking care of her mental health. Now that came ten minutes later when she goes to the press conference. Somehow her PR team noticed how stupid this looks. And eventually says, oh, she has an injury. USA Gymnastics, oh, she has an injury. The press is like, what is it? What's her injury? It's a mental health injury. And then they recanted and said, well, no, no, no. It's a mental health injury. Her pride was injured. Literally, (laughs) her pride and ego got pricked. Ah, my pride. And the thing is, she could have pulled off in the pride. And she would have got away with it if it wasn't for those pesky nobody in the crowd and we could hear everything that she said. The mask. Oh, you mean those microphones? Zoix Scoob, Zoix. <laughs> and magically, she's got to attest for a really poor decision. So, in the press conference, when, when asked about it, Simone Biles proceeds to use the patented woke playbook and literally says, Hey, listen, I just, I just need, I just wasn't feeling it. And, you know, I, I just need to take care of my mental health because. If I don't take care of my mental health, I won't be able to enjoy my sport I do. And I'm a stronger person because I decided to step aside. She didn't say quit, step aside. I'm a beautiful. (laughs) I'm a stronger person for bowing out. That's when the proverbial hairs on the back of my neck stood up. My beard went from black to blonde. My eyes went to blue. There was a distinct anger in my face as I ascended to Super Saiyan. And I, I literally felt the rage Goku felt as he proceeded to slay Frieza. Because as a father of daughters... As a Division One athlete and coach, look it up, that pissed me off to no end. I was an Olympic sport athlete in college. At the NAI level, six-time All-American, one-time national champion, oh, Hall of Famer as well, look it up! Division One athlete at the University of Akron, go Zips! <laughs> Coached in a little school called Akron, USF, and one you might not have heard of, UCLA. (laughs) Yeah, I'm whipping it out and putting it on the table right now. I'll throw it out there. I worked with a lot of those athletes that are actually there. The starting pitcher for the Israeli national team, Big Pull, I coached him. Carlos Valdez, the guy that you see in the bobsled USA, I coached him too. Mike Seeley, the assistant coach of the men's volleyball team. Hey, I worked with him and helped him get a national championship with his women's volleyball team. 
Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, one more to throw out there. At USF, I worked with the USA, with the USF softball team. Who's the head coach of the USA softball team? Oh, yeah, the same guy. I worked with him, too. I've got my fingers tangled in all of this, kids. So please come at me. Come at me with this one. Because I'm fully locked and loaded and ready to go. This is actually blonde. These are actually green right now. There is a halo, aura of destruction, ready to go. <laughs> like you've never seen before. Not one of those athletes or any of those people involved would be okay with this at all. Because you violated a few things. One, you violated your ability to even claim to be the GOAT or the greatest of all time. True greatest of all times don't abandon things when things get tough. Never seen a, a GOAT do that. They changed the rules on her. She knew about this a year ago. Athletes adapt and overcome. There's a little guy named Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Ever heard of him? Oh, wait, he went to UCLA too. Oh, wow, am, am I dropping a lot of Bruins stuff today? <laughs> am, I, am I whipping it out right now? Yeah, you are. True blue, eight clap. This guy, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, for two years couldn't dunk a basketball at NC2A basketball. Did he pack it up and say, hey, guys. It was because he wasn't tall enough. He didn't have the jumps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? They changed the sport to try to stop him. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. But defiantly, my man Kareem kept playing, and he adapted. You know what he did? He took the basketball, acted like he was going to dunk it. Right before he did, he'd take his hands away like this, really dramatically. Almost like an FU to the NCAA, which I still say FU NCAA, which I enjoy that. You know, it is what it is. But defiantly overcoming it, winning national championships with the world-famous John Wooden. UCLA reference, again, that's the fourth one. Keep count, Dusty. We're going to keep rolling with this. It's beautiful. <laughs> now, he adapted and overcame and became a champion. So don't give me the, they changed the rules on her. They knew about it way before. Now, <laughs> caffeine is a hell of a drug. You're right, Donkey Venom. You're right. Now, I'm on a little bit of caffeine. Objection number You're two that she violates. The code of the team. You ride or die with your team. If you decide we're going into battle together, we're going to win, lose, or draw together. Mm -hmm. Best player, worst player. Does not matter. If you commit to the team, you finish. It's that simple. There's nothing more repugnant to an actual athlete in any team scenario than a quitter halfway through the battle. Want an example of this? What would happen in war if the guy in the foxhole with you decided, hey man, I shot a couple of Nazis, I'm bouncing, I'm out. Have a good one, guys. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine this? <laughs> Not even possible. I'm out. Peace out. Hey, listen, I know I've been married to you for like five years. I got some really good sex. You gave me a few kids, but I'm out. I'm going to go find a hotter, sexier version of uh, you. Is that cool? Would you be cool with that? Any respectable athlete. And what's funny is on Facebook, it was hilarious to me, which was really funny, that former athletes of mine actually tried to come to this defense and i asked him a very simple thing hey real quick former athlete from usa hey quick former athlete from ucla would you have done that to your teammate and magically they got quiet 
Because they know it's true. It's it's magical. Because here's the thing. All of the normies and dumb drones out there that just feed into the stupidity that's out there literally will defend anyone because the mainstream media told them to defend them. Because that's what normies do. Hey, get the vax because it doesn't work, but get the vax. Hey, normie, put your mask on. It doesn't work, but do it. Hey, normie, uh, say that there's oppression everywhere even though you're not really experiencing it or seeing it anywhere, but just believe the narrative. But when pressed with the reality, magically they get quiet. Objection number three. Are we, are we keeping up with this? Yeah. She's a kid. How dare you say anything about her? She's an adult. She's 24 years old. Yeah. She was a kid in her first Olympics. I was a Division I coach at 24 years old. I was married two years at 24. Had a kid at 24. Four years old. I don't 18. But that's another story for another time. But my point is this. Yeah, How? Go ahead. The Obamacare regulations do not define what is a child. Yeah, exactly. We have literally, again, we're in the upside down. A 24-year-old is considered a kid. And I literally well, asked and, the people that was... So that's, that's also sizes. Oh, it's very sizes. She's, she's, she's small. tiny, so she must be a... Uh, a child. And she's a woman. <laughs> so if she's a small woman, you know, you got to give her the benefit of the doubt, which yeah. is an incredibly low view of women, by the way. Yeah. Like, how low do you think a woman is if you give her an out for stupid behavior because she's four foot 11 and 24 years old? What does that say about women's empowerment, kids? You think so little of women. Mm-hmm. Now, me as a father and as a husband, Value women because guess what? I'm surrounded by them. I got three girls. I was surrounded by women growing up and I'm married to the most gorgeous woman on the planet. Okay? I view them on a high level. I hold them to a high standard because guess what? If I didn't hold them to a high standard, what's the result? Think about this. Quitters. You're going to create quitters, entitled, and weak people. Society is not benefited by weakness. I'm sorry. The only weakness that we have is in Christ. Our weakness is his strength. It's really simple. But we're weak, we're meek towards God, but we're strong in foundation of our values, truth, and reality. It just is what it is. It just is what it is. We're live on Facebook. We're live everywhere. Yeah, we're live everywhere. Are you sure? Yeah. Good. See? Are you sure? Why? You jacked up? Back to what I was saying. We're, I got one more point, then I'm passing it to my big dog. But here's the thing, man. You, uh... Audio's back. Outsource Dusty, please. <laughs> Dusty's not even here. Dusty's not even here. You can't outsource Dusty. He's not here. Okay? He's not here. Right. Yeah. Deep State, <laughs> Deep State's coming after you hard already, man. Like, I can't even believe this. I know, right? <laughs> what if Dusty was Deep State? To... <laughs> what if Dusty was Deep State? <laughs> That'd be crazy. Now, so why, why would you think something like that? Why would you yes. think that I would be deep state? <laughs> I, I, I don't understand why you would think I would be deep state. I, I trust no one, man. It, it could be Matt for all I know. I don't even know. What if I was deep state? Just just type it in, like right in front of you. It'd be... You don't have the you don't have the chops. <laughs> you don't have the tech chops. I don't have the I don't have the tube technology. A second account. <laughs> I, no, that's beyond. That's me. That's beyond. I, I can't manage two accounts <laughs> now. Back to us saying Simone Biles. Here's the thing. As a father, 
you know, everybody pulls the daughter card. I would absolutely hold my daughter to the highest standard because that's what we're called to be. Okay? I'm going to do that to my daughters. But. Go ahead. But. But. My wife encountered um, a repost of, a, of another father. Mm, interesting. Who wanted to show his daughters that epic Carrie Strug vault, that moment, that uh, epic Olympic moment. You could do it, Carrie. Yes. And so mm-hmm. they watched it, and he was horrified at this rewatch in the post-Me Too era. Because she didn't want to do it. She was just clearly nervous about doing it. And she went to her coach, and her coach forced her to do it. Telling her insane things like, you can do it. <laughs> so toxic. You have it in you. What? You know? I believe in you. I believe in you. And then she does it, and she's in tears clearly from the pain. And his daughters are asking him, why did she do it? Why would she do it? And he didn't have a good answer for her, for them, because clearly she was forced to. And this was wrong. This was horrible. And it's not something we should look back on with fondness. Now, as I'm listening to this, I'm thinking, I wonder what Carrie Strug has to say about that. I wonder how she feels about that moment. If only, I don't know, maybe we can... If only there think... was, like, an interview where they got all that seven, that whole seven-person team together and talked about that epic win oh wait they did (laughs) and they asked her specifically what do you what what is it like for you thinking back on that moment and she's like that was the most important moment of my life because throughout the rest of my life i can always look back at that and say and know that i have what it takes to overcome adversity that I have what it takes, despite my circumstances, to do what needs to be done and win. To push through the pain. Yeah. And so then my thought is, who is this douchebag, armchair quarterback, speaking for this girl? What about, why do we, (laughs) we look at these people who do great things... Right? And they did great things. And I don't do great things. So I'm going to twist my mind to make the fact that she even had to do a great thing <laughs> horrible. Upside a down. horrible injustice. It's well, a she horrible... didn't have to do a great thing. No, she that's chose to do a great thing. Exactly. Exactly. But in this. In this moron's mind, it's not, he's not even a moron. In this weak, in this weak father's mind, beta cuck. <laughs> uh, um, and I'm not saying that I'm the pinnacle of manliness. Uh, that beard says otherwise, but keep going. Well, you know, <laughs> I can't help what God gave me. All right, but uh, I'm not. The, I'm not saying that I'm the pinnacle of manliness. We should do an episode where all of us shave our beards, like like oh, in, in a couple no. months. Can't. In a couple months, if like my, my monthly show up, I just I've only cut it been off. clean shaven once <laughs> since I graduated high school. 
Oh, bro, I couldn't even trust my face right now. It'd be so fat. Yeah, it'd be so. Fat. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem with me on this tangent. My chin would go from here to up here. <laughs> You'd be like, chin's right there. What happened with your chin? Because like this, this makes my chin look like it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, a monstrous chin. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a normal chin. Sure. I don't. I'm not chinless, but the contrast would be stark. The beard is the male makeup, but yes. Yeah. Anyway, um. But I probably lose about twenty years. Twenty yeah. baby face. <laughs> he's diminish he's diminishing her act her act of greatness by mm-hmm. calling the by calling the 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 necessity of the attempt or the the willingness to attempt the the fact that she was put into the position to attempt an injustice. It's gross. And what is he teaching his daughters? To not be exceptional. Yep. To not overcome yep. adversity. Give up. When things are hard, quit. Yep. Be a quitter. Just like roll your father. Just you know, it's over. funny. Uh, I wrote about this in my first book, uh, Defined by Definition. Um, there was a study done in the 90s, and they uh, polled Olympic athletes, and they asked a very simple question. Um, if you, would you be willing to win a gold medal if it took five years off your life, would you be willing to sacrifice five years of your life for one gold medal? You know how many people said yes? 98% of them. 98%. That's the mindset of a true athlete. You will do whatever yeah. it takes to win. Now, is that positive all the time? No, it's not. You you, you make some bad decisions. You sacrifice a lot. It, it is a... It's a grind, and, and I only knew it on a microcosm as a Division One athlete. It was a full-time job, right? Like, I'm number yeah. one on pay these guys in college to play football because it's a full-time job. From 5 a.m. to 10 o'clock, you are owned by the university the best uh, that you can be, and that's, that goes for Olympic sport athletes as well. Oh, for sure. The, 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 the swimmers, swimmers get up in the morning at the crack of dawn, yep. swim, if they're still in school, they go to school. They come back, they get out of school, immediately go back to swim. Yep. Then they go home, do homework, eat dinner, and then go back to the pool, some of them, and swim again. Like, it, I always thought it was funny. People were like, the college experience. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I got a taste of the college experience. I didn't really get to live college experience because I was living in the gym. I was living in the ring. I was living on the track, like, trying to be the absolute best I possibly could be. I missed out on a lot of parties. And trust me, I partied hard for the first couple of years of college, and that was bad. Should not have done that. Father, forgive me. But I sacrificed a lot of the college, quote-unquote, experience to be an athlete. But I would never trade that in for one second. And all I got to show for it is a natty couple All-Americans and a Hall of Fame plaque. And that, to me, is completely worth it. It taught me a lot about myself. And that's what adversity does. It teaches you about yourself it teaches you how to overcome exactly this isn't about the gold nope you know this isn't about the gold because ultimately we do understand that you know to store up our treasures in heaven and not here on earth that all these accolades don't mean anything in the light of eternity though they are cool you know there's something there's something something, about them it's something freaking cool It, it is freaking cool it's cool it's awesome yeah, to be. To be cool. It's it's an elite club to be a gold medalist, you know, or to even have medaled at all yeah. at the Olympics. Yeah, you know that 
is an amazing accomplishment, but it's not the end all be all. That's why you said, you know, sometimes it's bad to be that driven. Yes. You know, but it's the principle. But yeah, it's the principle. But there's there's more than than just treasures being accumulated here. Okay, that's a small part of it. This is about the character that is being displayed, commitment to others. You know, she made a commitment to be there. Like mm-hmm. she she joined the team. She competed to be on the team to come here and and then compete. At the Olympics, and she didn't do it. Yep. She got them there, and then she said, eh, I'm out. You you guys figure the reins. Figure it out. Figure it out. Now, here's the other rebuttal that I keep hearing from people. There's so much stress as an Olympic athlete. Let me, let me put this in perspective. She couldn't handle the stress of the Olympic Games. I would almost buy that if she was the 12-year-old girl playing table tennis for... I think it was Pakistan that literally a 12-year-old was playing in the Olympics, okay? I might be able to buy the 15-year-old Chinese swimmer that nearly meddled yesterday, okay? Yeah, except that she, she can't quit because her family will probably yeah, die. She, she ain't getting rice for a year if that happens in China. Okay? Exactly. So I, uh, <laughs> let's talk about stress. Let's talk about yeah. stress now. Now, now, I could buy it if that might be the case. This is her second Olympics, and she's already performed at a high level in the other Olympics. The yeah. issue here is... Is it her second? I thought it was her it's third. It's her second. No, it's only second. Hmm. It's only second. But she destroyed the first time she went. When she was 19 years old, she owned that SOB. Okay? She rocked it. Now. She probably tried to get on in the, the Olympics before that, but didn't make the team. Yeah. Yet. Now, okay. that being said, you're telling me that the stress changed? It's different? Nobody in the crowd. But, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, but the pressure was on me, and then she acknowledged that the social media got to her. Wait a minute, you're, a, you're claiming to be the GOAT, and social media got to you? Wait a minute. Wasn't there social media four years ago? Yes. Or, I'm sorry, five years ago? Yes. Yes. Or what? Crazy. Now, that being said, let me put this in context. I don't know if you, you guys are. Go ahead. Like, I can understand. Like, I don't know if she claimed to be the goat or if others are claiming that she is. The she goat. put goats Other. on her. She put goats on her. Um, her jersey. She put goats yeah. in a circle. Yeah, that was a. That was a mistake. That was a mistake. Um. Ah, the vaccines don't work. Thanks for the follow. Welcome to the Rube Empire. <laughs> the vaccines don't work. I like this guy already, or yep. girl. Whoever this is, phenomenal. Vaccines don't work. We agree. Um, <laughs> now, that well, makes but, Okay, so... Go ahead. Okay, so then there's that. But um, I can understand that, you know, there's all this pressure to be the greatest of all time. Sure. You know, to, to, to live up to what the you hype. For. To, to the hype. But yeah. then you, so then it's, a, to me, it's a simple solution, you know, and obviously easier said than done. Obviously. But don't you look at yourself and then say, listen, it's not about me. It's about my team. Yes. Yeah. So it should I be. will just go out and do whatever I can 
And it doesn't matter if I don't live up to the hype. It only matters that I do what I committed myself to do. At least do your best. Yeah. You're there to do your best. Do what you can. If you fail, you fail. But at least you'll know in you know that you did everything you could do to help your team, to help your teammates, to help yourself. Mm-hmm. All the that greats you did your best. And I want to say, uh, God bless you. Uh, vaccine do- vaccines don't work. Hope you have an awesome night. Tell your friends about the show. We'll see you next week. Now, listen. Here's the thing. It, it, what? Again, I went Super Saiyan on Simone for a reason. You're literally paid to deal with the pressure. You're paid to deal with it. And if you can't handle it, don't get on the plane to Tokyo. Go make a comfy paycheck working for NBC covering the Olympics. It's really simple. Phelps just did it. Let you somebody see, else let, let, take yeah. your spot. Let somebody else who wants to step into that position, but don't have a team rely on you to come through. And, and if you're not really, the rug out right out from under them as they're yeah. entering the arena, essentially. It's it, it, it's it's about principles, and we want to teach our kids a higher standard, a higher moral. And and, and you know what? Go ahead. And if she had done it, and 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 we were disappointed, and and she, you know, and and um, you know, it, it would be disappointing if she, if she had done it, and that and that was it was just matter of fact. This is what happened. You know, we'd all be disappointed. And disappointed in her, and she'd probably be disappointed in herself. But instead, we're celebratory. Yes, that's why you're so riled up. That's what I mean. Because it's not—it's not that it happened. That happens all the time. We're well, not naive about this world. Yeah, it's the celebration of it. That's—that's that's the issue that I have. My my issue is this: quitting is a virtue now. Yeah, exactly. We we we. It would be different if she's repentant when? or remorseful. But she's not. The first thing out yeah. of her mouth was, I'm a stronger person for this. And people went, yay! Quitting is a virtue. No, she would have been a stronger person had she persevered. Exactly. Gotten over exactly. that stress but, or mental health issue. Yeah, that's the upside and down. And had she, had she actually competed and done a loss. piss poor job and was like, it, the hype got to me and yeah. the pressure and I just failed. We would have been like, Man, that sucks. I can understand that. Tom Brady. Once you went through it. Tom Brady lost three Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Jordan, in his, what, 15, 13-year career, only won six titles. So that means he lost seven times. Okay? Like, yeah. people people fail. Like, yeah. listen, I, I won a national championship one time. I went into a national competition six times. I didn't win them all. <laughs> I didn't win them all, man. You, you get rocked. It happens. But at least you try. That is what you tell your kids. Oh, that's what you tell. That's what you do in your own life. But to, to pretend that's that what you're... competition is for, is to build that perseverance. And we celebrate To push that. through. Mm-hmm. Even if you lose, yeah. you push through. It's called character. Because you, you learn yep. from losing. We celebrate You don't that. Win, learn from winning. That's what we celebrate. Not quitting. That's why you want your kids yeah. to be in sports, to build yeah. character. I mean, yeah. what 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 character? Who some. likes the quitter? Who watches? I don't know. 
uh, Predator and thinks, you know what, this movie would have been better if Arnold would have just quit. Should have just bailed. Yeah. You know, John Connor and Sarah Connor, I mean, why didn't they just, I mean, for their own mental health, they should have just quit instead of saving just all of mankind. Well, yeah. <laughs> but why are we hiding our, our shortcomings and, and quitting and our softness, our pussification behind mental health? They, well, because there's a stig- there is a there is a stigma to he- mental health, right? There, and, and there, there, the there's absolutely not. We talk about it ad nauseum. We celebrate people with with mental health issues, and we over uh, over pers- or over um, uh, diagnose people with mental illness. When you know, okay, that's true. Because because how many- but but random person out on the street start, starts acting strange. What do most people do? He's crazy. Avoid them. Yeah, exactly. Random crazy person on the street. And I know, I know like my wife has talked about, she's had several conversations with people in her life about her anxiety, and they ain't got nothing to say to her. Like, she's dealt with anxiety, and she will, she'll bring it up in an effort to, like, kind of, you know, I don't know, just discuss her life with somebody. And what do they do? They change the subject. Sure. You know? So there is a stigma. But you're right that there also... What's that? I don't think it's so much a stigma. I think it's more a a lack of preparation. We know how to talk about certain issues. We don't know how to talk about mental health issues. Yeah, true. Um, We don't know how to discuss that with somebody. Well, yeah, and Uh, the media ain't helping with that. No, they're not. Uh, being compassionate to somebody who is suffering from a mental health issue, such as anxiety or depression or um, ADHD. Yeah, I, I they, agree with that. It, I agree with that. Because it's not too, so much that you like somebody tells you that they deal with you know anxiety or whatever, and you're just like, whoa, crazy. I guess we're not friends anymore. You know, it's it's like it's more it's more they, like oh, I have no idea. What to even say? To I don't you. know how to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know, man. I, the thing is, here's this is gonna sound, this is gonna be unpopular. I'm gonna sound like a dick, but I'm just gonna roll with it because you're not gonna see me. It's never stopped you before. It, it's never stopped me. <laughs> not once. When, when do our traumas define us? When we let them. When, when we let them, or when, do, when we overcome. When do our when do our shortcomings define us? When we overcome them, but but think about this: it's like even even a cancer survivor that that is tough to deal with. Oh yeah. But is that your badge of honor your whole life? I'm a cancer no. survivor. You know, and, I mean, and again, and I'm and I'm not again. I'm, this is gonna sound a hole, yes, a hole ish. It's, it's it's yes and no. But do your traumas define you? Hey, yeah, I was sexually abused as a kid. That's gonna define me the rest of my life. That's what I define myself as. That's where I seek virtue. Well, yeah, good, definitely not. That's where you focus on. So, okay, well, there's a difference between cancer survivor and... So, like, there's two... Like, cancer survivor is different from, sure. like, you know, sexual abuse. I, 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 my point is... But, like, like, but I understand what you're saying. Crap is going there's to two, happen There's to two ways to, to sure. handle having been a cancer survivor. You know, one is, I overcame cancer. You know, I lived my life to the fullest. Or the other is... I was a victim of cancer. You should treat me differently 
because I've had trouble in my life. I've had hardships in sure. my life. You know, sexual abuse is just bad. No, I mean, but even then, you can you can overcome it. Yeah. So, like the overcomer, yeah. that is a badge of honor that sure. they should wear the rest of their life. Sure. The vic- the perpetual victim, that does nothing for you. Yeah. I mean, in but this day and age, it gets it, you col- cultural collateral. Sure. But it shouldn't, and that cultural collateral does not help you live a better life. Sure. It just makes it just keeps you where you are, keeps you a victim, which. You know, and that's a terrible place to be. Yeah. No, and yes. again, and, and, and that's, that's, that's part of it. The other part of it to me is it's being used so much, what's real and what's not. That, that, that's the, other, the problem yeah. is, is we've cried racism so much in America. Mm-hmm. Racism doesn't mean anything anymore. We've claimed mental, no. mental uh, health issues so often and so early, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Because they're, they're legitimately depressed people. But there's also legitimately yeah. just lazy people that are like, oh, well, I'm depressed. Okay? There's legitimate people that have um, uh, uh, anxiety, right? Mm-hmm. Legitimate cases out there. There's some people that are just super fearful people. They just don't want to try anything new. Yeah. It, oh, I have anxiety. D- do you? Now, now. Both, there's legit. Again, no one's no, minimizing agree. it. I agree. We, but we, that's not your defining characteristic. To your point... It feels like more and more these days, you know, nobody can deal with life. No. You know? Because now, we now, tell our kids to quit. We that. tell our kids not to overcome. We tell our kids to, 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 to abandon commitment. We tell our kids to live at a low standard. We have a low view of people, low view of women, mm-hmm. low view of four foot eleven black women. We have a low view of trophies. Huh? Partici- Participation I mean, that's, that's the problem. We are finally ruining the day that we started this softness. And we have people like LeBron James, who is supposed to be a hero, gets bounced in the first round and talks about Space Jam and he's so excited it's gonna be in China. Only for it to not to get played in China. Weird. We and, and all he does is says, "Oh, I'm an oppressed black man," even though you're, he's literally one of the .001% of Americans as far as wealth. Give me a break. It, 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 I saw a TikTok the other day, and it was like, uh, <laughs> it was a black girl, and she had all this cash. I don't know if you saw this one, but she was quoting uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and she's like, "My best performance, or my worst performance," and they totally bought it. The caption was black celebrities telling black people how oppressed they were in America. <laughs> Nice. As they go to their mansions, um, I, I mean that's the thing is like we we are literally creating a generation that's defined by shortcomings, oppression, trauma, all this bullcrap. We are literally painting ourselves into that corner, and now it's seen as virtuous. Like, oh, I've got ADHD. Do you? I have anxiety. The other thing, the other thing about it is 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 beyond cultural, but uh, physical. Mm-hmm. In that our diet is just keeps getting worse and worse sure. and worse. Sure. More and more chemicals in our food. Everything is processed. Sure. Um, and it uh, that that messes up your head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, garbage in, garbage out, right? Talk about the deep state. Yeah. USA leads in medal count. Biden's Olympics is about winning, not whining. Now, time to be fair. To be fair, these guys were all preparing during the Trump eight days. Oh, snap. 
all, all these athletes you're watching. Are, I, I'm not trying to throw out the record, actually, but it is what it is. It's actually supposed well, to happen on Trump's watch. A, a, be Trump's a better yeah. a better indicator is going to be Paris in 2024. We'll see how Biden's athletes do. But if yeah. if Miss Sabone Biles is a, any indicator of it, it's probably going to go down pretty fast. But it is what it is, man. Anyways, we got to start wrapping this up, boys. Final thoughts. What do you got? We'll start with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope. Dusty. Well, uh, one of the issues that I really wanted to talk about tonight that we never got to, <clears throat> our esteemed mayor, Demings. Um, esteemed. Has been that pushing. Like that was real. You yeah, said that right. like it actually is true. Uh, He has been pushing a narrative to force the vaccine on all non-unionized civil workers and sheriff's office. And pushing businesses to do the same thing. Pushing businesses to do the same thing. In other words, you get Um, vaccinated or you get fired. Fired. So why are they pushing this so hard? Oh, yeah, it's illegal. The vaccine has not been fully tested or ratified. So according to several different conventions, it is illegal to push this. Mm -hmm. Now, on top of that, he's pushing on all non-unionized people. Why would he push on non-unionized instead of just say everybody? Oh, because the unions would fight back hard. And he knows he's got nothing to stand on. But the non-unionized, well, they don't have a union to fall back on one of the benefits of a union, and just one of the small ones, okay. unions really don't then, do too push, much. Then you push people into unions, yes. right? It's for protection. Yep. Then yep. they get more dues to spend on who? Oh, Democrats, like Dem- Mayor Demings. Demings, yay! Uh, so this type of narrative just is circular, circular in logic. And pushing this type of vaccine, when which I think about it that way, like there's no way this guy's getting reelected. Right? You'd be I don't surprised. Know, I, I'd be surprised. People, I would be here. I think he would be surprised, unless there's this giant influx of union money suddenly. Yeah, weird. From right? just like all of these new sectors in the government that are suddenly unionized under yeah. his watch. Crazy. So that, that would be way, weird. He wins, he wins either way? Yeah. I hope. But yeah, his Dimming. wife probably would have something to do with that. Yes, Dimming. But she has some competition this year. Ooh. This year there's a conservative running against her and has sued the state of Florida several times, which has also brought about the mask mandate going away. True. So. What is she? What is she? What is her position? She's a Senate senator or uh, re- representative. Okay. For the house. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. We'll see yeah, how it goes. She, she's only in my district. Hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. I yeah. I get both Demings. Yay. Have a big thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> Very big. But uh, my final thought is anybody that's pushing that hard for a vaccine, there's something behind that. Find out what that is before you get the vaccine. Even if you get fired, it's might be you might be better off the the side effects from the vaccine are quite often much worse than some of the stuff that it may or may not help 
But this, they the still haven't proved the efficacy of the vaccine. The media would have told us if there were side effects. Yeah, go to TikTok and just start scrolling through some uh, vaccine side effects hashtags and just look at some of the people that have gone through. It's horrific. It's always possible that a portion of them are liars yeah, trying to, to get clout. Yeah, five percent. You know, a portion of them are, are, are liars trying to get clout, but the sheer preponderance of evidence to me excludes things like 100% lies and uh, yeah. manipulation, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, that's Big my man. final thought, guys. Matsky, fire the hole, brother. He's deep in thought. Um, deep. Uh, the giants in the Bible Amen. add are very important are way more important than you thought that they were there's more than just goliath and uh, it adds layers and upon layers of dimensionality to the bible that you never thought existed Temple of the field man and first, it's pretty awesome look into it bible. look into it first of all i'm mad I'm, I'm mad at the comic bible okay so i'm reading that with my kids right now they love it okay the, they the, love the, the action bible action bible okay yeah. You get to oh, Aga, yeah. they get to Aga Bashan. It's just a little picture of his face. They don't talk about the fact that this guy's a giant. They don't talk about how big his bed was. They don't talk about Moses and Joseph wrecking that fool. <laughs> Makes me mad. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Aga Bashan, look it up. Crazy. Uh man, I agree with both of you. Uh, okay, cool. So here's the thing. Um, I'll I'll test to this. You know, you know, it is what it is. I, I've come to a place in my life where things are a little bit crazier, so I don't have as much time to do this show. Okay, I came to my boy, talked to him straight up. I didn't go on the show and say, "Hey, man, I got my clout. One sixty episodes. I'm good. Peace out." We worked through it. We talked about it. We said what was going to happen. It is what it is. So I'm going to be a monthly hammer that comes in at the end of the month and just crush things. I'm okay with that. I think these guys are okay with it. I, I've heard the rumors and mumbling on the show, the weird sabbatical. I, I deserve that. It's hilarious, okay? And I need to be roasted like that. Iron sharpens iron. But listen, man, like, communication with your team, it's a big deal, okay? Talk to people. Tell people what's going on, okay? Obviously, this Simone Biles' mental health is such a farce. Like, all these things are a farce. But just communicate and speak about these things. Talk about these things. Talk through this with people. Communicate, man. People, what is it? What is it? People, uh, people are okay with good news or bad news. They hate surprises. Just is what it is, right? Yeah. Just talk to people, yeah. man. Like, here's the thing. If I'm Simone Biles and I had any inkling that this was going to go down, I wouldn't have gotten on the plane. I would have talked to people and said, hey, this is the deal, right? But to me, you wanted the endorsement money, you wanted the love and adulation, you wanted all that stuff, but the moment it gets tough, you bounce. You've literally played yourself. We know you're full of crap. Just be honest about it, man. I, I miss the days of honesty, but honesty's not a virtue anymore. It's not. It's just not. We don't celebrate it. Let's get back to virtue. Let's get back to telling the truth. Let's get back to honestly. Let's get back to that stuff. And Christian, hold the line and stand firm. Contend 
for the faith you put your faith in. That's in Ephesians, right? We always miss mm-hmm. that. The, the root word of contend is the same word that the Greeks use for wrestling, fighting, contending. You know, we, we, we get hypnotized in woke Jesus world, and it's one of my favorite pages. If you don't, if you don't follow me on Instagram, do it. It's called Woke Jesus. Because so many fools out there that don't follow Jesus have this animation, this this cartoonish version of Jesus, where Jesus is like Buddha, Krishna, the Beatles all wrapped up in one, and it's absolutely not what Jesus is. And what's magical yeah, is this. Yeah. Like, when the world says, blessed are the meek, the meekness is towards God. Yes. People miss that one. When, when, not, when not to be I like to quote Jordan Peterson, me, meekness alpha. isn't weakness. Exactly. Meekness is the warrior who stays his blade because he knows he's dangerous, but he knows he doesn't necessarily have to use it in this situation. But there's the potential of the blade. Yeah. Like, it, like this, this, and this is what I find hilarious online is they absolutely hate it when you tell the truth. Hate it. They'll fight tooth and nail. I got onto it with somebody online about them completely misquoting the Bible, and this is usually what it happens. They they misquote the Bible to some suit some liberal agenda. I step in, correct yep. them in a nice way. Pandemonium unleashes. I'm evil, hateful. Blah 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 blah. blah. But remember, this is the upside like, down. Uh, actually, no, you're just wrong. You're wrong. Because because <laughs> remember, wrong. in the upside down world, facts are hate opinions facts my opinion of what jesus is well, is more opi- important than opi- factually what it is yes, my opinion is more real yes than than the facts that make up reality because we're in the upside down so what i'm calling for people to be is be honest and stand firm in it contend for the faith that you put your hope and trust in jesus said he didn't come to unite luke says it's the opposite i came to divide i'm going to cast son against father daughter against mother they're going to come after you for telling the truth, speaking the truth. It's how it's going to go down. Jacob literally fought God for his promises. He wrestled God to keep your promise, God. There is a theme throughout the Bible of literal people telling the truth and contending. Go through Acts. Paul is thrown out of towns, stoned on a regular basis because he pissed somebody off for telling the truth unbelievable so when people try to characterize following christ or being jesus is well you're not supposed to say anything against anybody psalms anyone yeah psalms you, david you lamenting you can't pick on a 24 year old kid she's a grown woman my bible says make your yes yes and your no no my bible also says that It's foolish for a man to start building a tower and not count the cost or the materials before you build it so that people won't mock you after you can't finish what you do, just like what happened with Simone Biles. My Bible talks about a God who regularly wants to quit on people but doesn't because he's God and he doesn't quit. In the days of Noah, he wanted to literally... Destroy everybody, but he, he saved regretted. him. He regret, yeah. He regretted making yes. Yeah. He, then he then he he regrets 
calling the people of Israel his people. Moses has to contend. Weird. Fight. There's a theme happening here. That's so strange. Fight for us. And God's like, you know what? I want to quit. I want to destroy. I want to get rid of all of you because you, you literally have chosen your own path. You've gone against the creator. But I'm not a quitter. I made promises. <laughs> Weird! That I'm going to keep. Jesus literally sweated blood in the Garden of Gethsemane. He knew, this, <laughs> pardon my French, but this crap is going to hurt bad. It's, I'm yep. going to experience pain that I've never experienced before. I'm going to literally have God turn his back on me. I am. I God. think that's what scared him the most. Yeah. Three parts, all God. Party is going to turn on you, man, because you're yep. going to take on sin. It's more painful than anything you probably experienced at the cross. My boys are going to deny me and reject me. It's going to get bad. It's going to get ugly. But I'm here on a mission to build my kingdom, and it's not of this earth. I made promises that I'm going to keep. Right? So what I'm getting at is this. Tell the truth. Contend for the faith that you say you have. Because a lot of these woke Christians, a lot of these progressive Christians, a lot of these non-Christians who pull the Jesus lever to try to silence you, which is hilarious, by the way. And, and I've seen this so many times. And, and people hate this. Because whenever you call something out that's wrong, evil with the world, non-Christians will always be like, well, is that what Jesus would do? And they only pull the Jesus lever because they think that's going to quiet your dissent. It, well, they think that they, you don't know. It, it, <laughs> they expect yeah. you not to know what you're t what you believe. They, they expect you to literally cower at some revelation that they have when they have oh, forfeited okay. all truth by not following the truth. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, the life. You forfeited it, but I'm going to use it. You didn't say a way? No, not a. The. The way. The. The early church was called the way for a reason. People of the way. The way. Now, they'll use that to try to guilt you into not saying anything, but guess what Jesus called Peter Satan Jesus turned over tables called the religious people a den of thieves whitewashed supplicators called out the Pharisees you remember the story when he said he without sin cast the first stone he was calling those people out that wanted to stone the adulterous woman but he didn't say hey go, hey, go keep banging people what, what did he say? Go and sin no more. He called her out. Yeah. You didn't say you do you? You, you do you. Have you seen that meme on Woke Jesus? That was, that was, do you? Yeah, that would be a bad thing. Tell the truth. Contend for the faith that you believe in. Stand tall. People are going to hate you. That's literally part of the game. Jesus said that they're going to hate you because they hated me first. Contend. <laughs> Stop being soft. Call it out. Stop backing off because freaking Matt Chandler wants to suck on the teat of the world. Stop stop falling for this stupidity of the David Platts of the world that literally have given up their platform to, to suckle on the teat of the world. The Bible said that there will literally be men that do this. 
They, they will claim to be among us, but they were never among us in the first place, First John. Well, false teachers will tickle our ears. Tickle ears what we want to hear. And they're going to do it. And even people that you love. I love Vody Bauckham. I'm waiting for the bomb to fall out and for him to start getting heretical. I don't think it's going to happen. But when it does, I know Jesus is coming back, so it's all good. It's just really simple. <laughs> but contend for the truth that you believe in. And stop being weak. Period. Your strength is in God. Yep. Period. You're meek and weak only to God. Everywhere else, you got to contend. That's my final thought. Not bad for being off for a month, huh? That's pretty darn good. <laughs> send them home, man. Will you send these people home? You missed me, didn't you? I saw. I see a little tear. Just one tear. Coming. <laughs> oh man, you've been watching. <clears throat> you've been watching Plausible Foolishness, home of the Rube Empire, where the people are free. The taxes are voluntary, unless you're that guy. Oh, that guy. Whoa. And, and, we serve freshly roasted liberal logic every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. right here on Twitch.tv slash Plausible Foolishness, YouTube, Facebook Live, anywhere you can get podcasts, Rumble now, and uh, Minds.com and Instagram. Peace.